there's going to be a lot of money out there that is going to be ready to be redeployed as loan proceeds. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for investors to take new loans from those trillion uh, $1.2 trillion in loan proceeds that are going to be returned to lenders by 2025. Let's get ready to scale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ready to Scale. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman, CEO and founder of Blue Lake Capital. And today I want to talk to you about the one trillion of loans that are coming due and how that is going to impact the multifamily space. So just a bit of a background. Um, this is a topic that I chose to talk about because we've been hearing this from our investors, um, what our opinion was um, on the topic, and I see it a lot on the news. So I wanted to share my perspective of the matter. Um just a disclaimer, I'm not a registered investment advisor. So before you make any decision, consult with your attorney CPA investment advisor. This is just my observations and my thoughts about the situation, um, the finance situation uh, in the multifamily space. All right. So uh, multifamily housing market, it's kind of in the middle of a major refinancing wave. So we have trillions of dollars in assets that are supposed to be refinanced in the upcoming years. Um, and there's a few things that have impacted um, this situation. Um, there's, you know, low interest rates that um, were uh, kind of... Uh, the reality of real estate multifamily in the past several years, there's strong demand for multifamily housing and, you know, there's need of owners to improve their financial positions. Um, but just a little bit of a background, according to a recent report by NMHC, which stands for National Multifamily Housing Council, there are currently about 2.7 trillion in multifamily assets that are eligible for refinancing. And of this, $1.2 trillion is expected to be refinanced by the end of 2025. So this is essentially a record amount of uh, refinancing activity in the multifamily market. Um, and there's there are multiple reasons why so much multifamily debt is coming due um, for refinancing. So first, interest rates have been his, at historic low for several, several years. Their loans at 2 3 4%. Um, and it made it very affordable for owners to refinance, um, to basically take, take debt and lock, uh, lock in lower interest rates. But sometimes when a sponsor takes a um, three-year loan at 3% interest rate, but they're planning to hold the asset for five years. Now, the end of year three, they need to refinance and, and take another loan. And we're going to talk in a bit how refinancing actually works. Um, the second reason um, for the this amazing amount of, uh, you know, over $1 trillion by the end of uh, 2025 that are due to refinance um, is because the demand for multifamily has been strong and is is getting stronger. So the feds are raising their rates 
and that impacts the debt. Um, but on the flip side, it means that fewer tenants can actually afford to buy a house. So they are the ones who are making good salaries, but not enough. They don't have enough net worth and liquidity to um, to buy a house. So they stay and they rent. Um, they stay in there in, in that position. So um, this demand basically um, it is also what driving it. So we have a lot more uh, in the past five years, a lot more deals in the market, a lot more uh, assets are exchanging hands and a lot more debt was taken to fund those transactions. Um, and, you know, many owners are looking to uh, improve their financial position. They want to refinance their debt and that could free up some cash flow that they can use for other purposes to return to investors, to buy another asset, etc. So let's pause here for a second. I want to go over how does refinancing work from the lender's side. Um, if you take, if, if a sponsor or an owner takes a loan, let's say for five years, by the end of the five years, usually there's interest only payment for some or the entire period, the entire loan term. And then after five years, it's a balloon. It's kind of a balloon payment. You need to return the um, the principal. And let's say you took a $50 million loan and you're paying, let's say, 4% fixed every year for five years. By the end of the fifth year, you need to return the $50 million. So how do you do that? You have two options. Either you sell the asset and part of the sell proceeds you take, you pay the lender 50 million or you refinance. And essentially, instead of selling the asset, you go to another lender and you say, hey, I need I need to refinance um, and basically take another loan. And this loan pays for the original um, loan and you essentially reset the clock on the loan and now we have a, another loan so the original lender is being paid and then there's a new lender coming in on the investor side um if you're investing in a syndication once there's refinance then you essentially get some of your initial investment back um and this is usually from my knowledge and again i'm not an investment advisor this is just what i'm sharing for my own knowledge um then this these funds are essentially tax free because they're not profits. They're not the source of this capital does not come from the rents, um, and it's not from the property's NOI net operating income. But this is a new loan. Um, but in order for a refinance to actually work, you need to have an increase um, in the valuation of the property. So let's say you took a 70% loan to value and it's a $50 million loan and now you want to refinance. Right now, most new debts are between 50 and 55% loan to value. So if you want to make it work, your asset should be valued at a much higher rate in order to be able to generate at least $50 million if that was the original loan amount uh, and some other, it costs some other fees and um, uh, and, and, um, closing costs and deal costs to it. So it doesn't always work, um, as much as, you know, we would like as sponsors. Um, so it really depends on the asset, on the NOI, the debt terms, etc. But if it does make sense, then after a few years, investors 
get some of their initial investment back because the deal, the loan has been refinanced. So that's how essentially it works. So what does it mean to you as investors? You understand there's a tremendous amount of um, loans that are going to be eligible for refinance. And this is a pretty big number. What is, and you understand how refinancing actually works, but what does it mean, you know, for you? Um, first and foremost, it's important to understand that there's going to be a lot of liquidity in the market, meaning a lot of loans will need to be returned to the original lenders. And they're going to be sitting on trillions, literally trillions of dollars in returned loans, hopefully. Um, and so that could make it easier to buy and sell because now as a lender, the entire lender community by the end of 2025 is going to get trillion dollars back that are right now locked in and they don't have access to it because they lent the money. And now they're sitting on all this money. They need to deploy it because that's how they make business. So there's going to be a lot of money out there that is going to be ready to be redeployed as loan proceeds. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for investors to take new loans from those trillion, uh, $1.2 trillion in loan proceeds that are going to be returned to lenders by 2025. Um, on a flip side, and you know, I'm always giving you the two sides, not only rosy and peachy and, you know, rainbow, rainbows and, uh, and unicorns, right? Um, the flip side of it is that lenders are going to be more selective. So now as a lender, I have, you know, 500 million, 100 million that were returned to me because the um, the loans were due. Many loans that I've, you know, provided to owners are due now. Now I'm sitting on a lot of cash and I need to deploy it. So I can be selective. I can choose which, um, you know, assets I want to lend money to. So as a lender, I would look at borrowers with strong financials, strong track record, um, and um, I'm going to uh, invest or I'm going to lend to assets that are in good markets so I can be selective because I just have that ability. Um, so make sure as an investor, you need to make sure that you're investing in strong markets and that you're investing with strong operators with the right track record that lenders would want to, you know, lend to. That's very important. Um, it also means that interest rates might be a bit higher than they are right now, because um, if lenders are more selective, then interest rates are likely to eat, to be higher. Um, and so, again, make sure that you buy in the right markets that would make it worth it for them to pick to to be eligible for um, the right um, you know loans. It's also possible that the markets would become more concentrated. So because the lenders are getting more selective, they may be more likely to lend it to more established borrowers with track record. Um, and so you're going to have maybe smaller operators that are not going to be able to get good, you know, terms, um, especially if they just, you know, starting out. And so again, invest with a reputable sponsor with the right experience. So they will be attractive to those lenders. Um, and, you know, investors are going to be more cautious. And with the rising in interest rates, investors are going to be more cautious. They're going to 
choose very carefully which assets they want to buy. Um, and, um, you know, just to make sure that the asset is, is strong enough to essentially attract lenders and the, the right type of lenders. Um, but despite all these challenges, there's still opportunities for borrowers and for investors in the multifamily market. So for borrowers, if your sponsors, syndicators, and you're listening to this podcast, you need to make sure you have a strong financial position and the right track record. Um, because you, you, you are going to be competing with more established firms and you don't want to be turned down because now the um, you know lenders are being more selective. For investors, the key is to be patient. Wait for the right deals with the right sponsor and don't rush to invest in anything. So if to sum it up, there's a lot of... Um, there's trillions of dollars uh, that should be up for uh, refinance um, pretty soon. And that can, it means that it's going to be harder for the smaller operators and it's going to be better for the more established ones and for assets that are located in strong locations uh, with a strong track record um, of, of growth in NOI. That's it for today, guys. Be bold, be great, keep pushing forward. And if you want to talk with me about um, our multifamily fund, go to www.vululink-capital.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>